You're listening to the Fit Me Forever podcast, episode number 37. Welcome to the Fit Me Forever podcast hosted by the OmniFit. We're about all things fitness. We help women get off the diet roller coaster to find sustainable health, embracing life right where you are on the way to where you're going. I'm Coach Jody V, a certified nutrition coach who specializes in helping women become physically and mentally strong to regain energy for a life they love. I would like to welcome my co-host, Kayla Duncan, owner of the OmniFit, and fellow colleague and nutrition coach, Taylor Bloxham. Together, we are the OmniFit. Hi, ladies. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 37. And today, here we are again, that familiar, fun, and filling time of the year. We're here with um, simple holiday eating strategies. We're just going to roundtable it today and have some fun discussion around it. What comes to mind, ladies, when you think about holiday eating strategies? What strategies? (laughs) (laughs) Eat all the food, get super full, (laughs) take a nap. Yeah, right. That is what comes to mind because um, that is the biggest challenge. I think when, you know, this time of year rolls around, that's the conversation. It's the the fear, the angst that kind of starts, I mean, most of this time we've been working with clients um, throughout the majority of the year to achieve goals and um, a a strategy that I always um, aim for before approaching this time of year is that the early fall, I begin to transition a lot of clients, um, help them transition into that maintenance phase because um, there's nothing more challenging challenging than trying to accomplish some astronomical fat loss goals in the midst of Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like that doesn't, it doesn't make sense for the general public for the, for most people. Mm-hmm. Um, so foundationally, um, hopefully by this point, and if you haven't already, um, get yourself out of that deficit. It's going to be so much harder to navigate all these goodies and all the emotional things that might stir up inside of you this time of year. Um, that would be my number one, <laughs> get out of the yeah, deficit. Like you're actually setting yourself up in that case for maximum overload of challenges. <laughs> yes, yes, totally. And so assuming know, that that's the case though, assuming that's the case. But we're yeah. all about lifestyle mm-hmm. and holidays and celebrations are part of real life. They are. They are. And we want you to enjoy it. Well, you're like on our last couple episodes, we're talking about freedom and not thinking about the food. Yes, there are some really awesome foods that really only come around this time of year. I don't really eat um, a lot of like sweet potato souffle or I don't, I don't make that in July. So yes, there are some exciting things happening around the dinner table, but the most valuable part is not the food. The most valuable part is the experience for sure. Mm-hmm. That's what we want you to be thinking about. Yes. Relationships over food and not having, like you say, said that all consuming mindset, um, over, over the food, over mm-hmm. the relationships. It's a good challenge. Mm-hmm. Yet so many relationships are developed over food, right? It's true. Yes. I think one of the things that I share with clients is as we come into this type of time of year is, you know, what you tell yourself is key. Um, and it doesn't have to be this all or nothing mindset. And so navigating that is um, 
you know, are you in a deficit versus abundance mentality? And so when you are in that place of abundance, it, that you can make a choices that are strategic and things that you really enjoy because you don't have this idea that, you know what, it's only, it's never going to happen again. It's never going to come around. I'm never going to have this opportunity to have that again. And so it's not that idea of, I'm just going to go hog wild because it's the last supper, you know, type of thing. But you can choose the things that you really like and um, move away from the things that you don't like. And if you have a mindset of abundance around it, you know, you'll have those opportunities again at another time. It's not the last time you'll see it. But do indeed pick your favorites. Mm -hmm. um, when I say indulge, you know, indulge mindfully. Um, mm -hmm. and hopefully some of those favorites you can work in that can serve you well. So um, that's one of the, one of the first things I throw out. Oh, yeah. Yes. And like things like avoiding, avoiding the store-bought stuff um, when you go to different holiday parties and different things is that um, one of the common things is like, like store-bought cookies. Okay. Well, they're laying on a plate and they look really pretty, but they're never going to taste as good as, you know, like the warm soft baked cookies that, were made from a grandmother's recipe that your coworker brought in. And the, the emotional exchange of sharing food when someone actually cooked it versus just bought it. Um, when you're at different holiday events and things like that, I know that like my family, um, my mom specifically really receives love when we eat her food. And so it's, it's such a disservice that. to, you know, not pay attention to the fact that she's cooking something out of love. And the way I show love back to her is by consuming that. And that doesn't mean scarfing it down or making myself sick, but genuinely enjoying it and then showing my appreciation for that is a, is a healthy exchange of emotion for particularly my mom. And we joke about it because she's always been like that. And there's definitely been times where I've been home and I've been dieting and she hasn't been very pleased with me. <laughs> if she's listening, mom, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. That's just a mama thing, let me yeah. tell you. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We like to feed our babies. Yeah. So, and I can't, I can't help, but when I say that, think about this ever so popular three bite rule, Jody. Oh, my three bite rule. Well, um, we were laughing today cause I, I often share the three bite rule with my client, although it wasn't, it, I never took ownership of it, but, um, this dessert habit was by Lauren Harris Pincus. She's a um, registered dietitian. And I found this uh, a while, a number of years back with um, a, a post that she had, Nutrition Starring You. And she said her, her role that she suggested was three bites and good night um, as a dessert strategy. And that's the first bite's the best. The last is the grand finale, finale but every bite um, in between or after that, it's just all the same. And so you can get the same satisfaction um, with having three bites of something and then filling your whole plate and eating it all. So we know how that is. And the, um, we have a tendency with holiday parties and things like that to overindulge. And it's okay to take a little bit of a bunch of somethings and have a few bites and like find the thing that you really enjoy mm -hmm. and then go choose more of that or whatever. But it doesn't mean you have to clear your plate because you don't, there's some things on it you don't like, or you could be totally satisfied just with three bites. And I have put that into practice personally and found it so, so valuable. And honestly, truth with a capital T. 
Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> Although yeah. it doesn't count for 11 p.m. ice cream runs when I'm with my two best girls. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about 11 totally. ice cream while we're trying to keep the ice cream parlors open here in New Hampshire. <laughs> yes. Best memories. That's yeah. so fun. Yeah. We're, we're actually, for those of you that might be new to listening, we're referring to um, this past summer when Jody and Taylor came and stayed with us for our OmniFit live event. Um, we did make a few ice cream runs. <laughs> and we had way more than three bites. We had way more than a few. Yeah, On fun. occasion, it's okay. Yes, exactly. Taylor, are there any ice cream parlors in Montana? Oh, yeah. And it's, okay. it's local. It's locally made. So oh, it's wonderful. fabulous. Sweet Peaks. That's, that's the shout out mm -hmm. <laughs> that we get. We might be talking about that in a couple episodes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what are their holiday strategies, guys? I would say one of the biggest things that is going to be important um, is being hydrated. That will, and that's just, you know, an everyday thing that we can all tell, but especially when, um, when yummy treats are around and family events are going on, it's so easy to not stay hydrated. It's really easy to just kind of go about your day, be busy. Um, we're all susceptible to it every single day, but more so when there's yummy stuff around, it's super easy to our, our bodies to our bodies to read as if we're hungry, but we're actually dehydrated. And so um, when we're reaching for things and we just can't seem to stop, I think the biggest thing is just making sure throughout the day you're steadily hydrated. And instead of going for another cookie or another bite, try just drinking some water. Mm -hmm. And you know, in addition to being hydrated and it helping with your appetite, it also helps with digestion. So if you're like anything like me and my family, um, whenever we would spend holidays home in Georgia, we would like go from house to house to house because we all kind of like lived within driving distance. So there wasn't just one event. There was like several. So there were these little breaks in between. Um, and being hydrated between those definitely improved the overall um, bloating and just kind of gut motility that Mm -hmm. might not be happening if you're eating different foods that different people kind of cooked and, and stuff like yep. that. So hydration goes more than even just appetite. I like that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I think too, um, this may be common sense, but it's kind of the thing I see um, all happening a lot is like avoid skipping meals. Like, so you've got a big company party or something and then you just, you think ah, I'm just going to go all out and whatever. So you don't eat all day. Like that is the worst thing that you can do. What might be a better strategy is continue to eat regular meals. Just maybe dial back a little bit on those meals so you're keeping energy and you know satiety levels so that when you do step into that party, you're not overly tempted just to be, you know, outrageously, you know, consuming a bunch of things that maybe you don't even really want, but if you had skipped the meals all day long, you are so hungry by the time you get there that you're, you're eating all kinds of things that you probably wouldn't normally choose. Mm -hmm. So continuing to keep a regular meal schedule whenever possible. And even if those are smaller portions during that time, you know, it better positions you to navigate the situation a little bit better. Yeah. It's, it reminds me of like going grocery shopping hungry. Like, yes. yes. Don't <laughs> totally. do it. It's terrible. Um, and 
Yeah, you even think we're going to mitigate, you know, by doing that, you think you're going to mitigate um, that. And in fact, it really makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think even too, even just in our everyday lives, I think that, I mean, how often do you guys tend to not eat for six hours and then get home and be like, I'm so hungry and just want to eat everything. And so that's just only logical when it's, it's an event as well, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, another really great um, ta- tactic to use at different holiday parties and things like that is eating the protein first. So there's going to be obviously a lot of hyperpalatable foods, you know, more processed foods or higher in sugar um, at those different types of events that if you're going in hungry and it is mealtime, um, you might be apt to dig into that first. But if you can satiate yourself just a little bit by consuming that protein, um, it's going to help actually with um, the digestive enzymes in your gut. So you're actually going to be able to start getting those digestive enzymes rolling before you introduce a bunch of sugar to your gut. Um, And then it also helps with just the overall satiety. So you're not going to be as hungry where you're scarfing down sweet things with high calories that are not satiating at all. It's like empty. You're like, I need more. I need more. Um, it takes a little bit longer to eat the turkey or to eat the rotisserie chicken or the roast beef or whatever it is it's going to be at these different parties. So having some protein first is super helpful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do we want to cover a little bit on alcohol? What yes. do you guys think about alcohol? I have a lot to say about alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like the taste of alcohol. No, I think it's, you know, it's really, really important to, um, to manage this because when you start drinking, it can also cause more snacking. So I'm a big advocate of, you know, usually when you go into these different parties, they're serving drinks first. And my one rule of thumb, a recommendation is 16 ounces of water. So chug a little bit of water first, get yourself hydrated and start to eat some protein first. And then as you sip, it's going to be more of a sip and eat, and you can kind of manage the total amount of intake that you're, that you're taking in. And ultimately, you end up feeling better too. Yeah. I think the key with alcohol is, and what a lot of people don't realize, when alcohol is present in your system, your body is going to treat that as a preferential energy source. So until that is totally, it's processed through the liver, until that's totally... Um, used up, any other source that's coming in is primed for storage. Um, So if you've got a high insulin, you know, producing food along with that, your body's taking that source, but then insulin is, is, you know, it's, I'm being very simplistic about this, but it's pulling it in to storage. And, And it does that you know, normally with everything we eat, but you are more predisposing yourself, especially if you're consuming alcohol over a number of hours, a period of time, a party, you know, an entire evening, and you're also eating, eating, eating. Um, It is not an optimal situation um, for, you know, weight loss or even maintenance at that point. So be mindful of that. We've got a couple of blog posts out there and I think Kayla, you'll link those in the show notes, but um, give you a little bit more information about that. Uh, It's super important to just have some knowledge about that. So you can, so you can navigate it in a way that's successful Mm -hmm. because we all like a glass of wine. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes is from, um, 
Krista Scott Dixon of Precision Nutrition, and she says, if you choose to drink it, enjoy it, savor it, enjoy it mindfully, ideally, ideally in good company. And I felt like that just like encompasses kind of what it is. Um, a rule of thumb that I just try to help people um, uncover. And I think Michelle Hunter actually noted this in her podcast. I'll actually link it below too, is that people don't notice what you're not partaking in. So a lot of people choose, well, I'm taking a drink because people are going to notice that I'm not drinking. And that's just not the case. I mean, a lime and seltzer um, looks the same in a pretty glass and nobody will know the difference. So don't be pressured by those external factors that might be contributing to your consumption. Yeah, I think that's a, just a whole other tip around the holidays is you don't have to eat the crowd. And, you know, what I mean by that is that you don't have to do what everybody else is doing. If you're presented with something and you don't really want it or you're not hungry for it, it's okay to say no thank you and mm-hmm. kind of move on. And and then, you know, just be – it's also the whole idea of, like, stand away from, you know, the the buffet lines and the eating tables and things like that. If if maybe you are having some um, beverages and those things are right there and you find yourself, you know, constantly picking them up, it, it just might just physically, you know, kind of move your location away from that. And then they're not there to, you know, continually cause you a challenge or, or trouble. So. No, I completely agree. So today was intended to just be kind of a quick and dirty rundown to help you guys with some tips during this season, as we know it can be challenging. Um, but as our podcast goes, you know, Fit Me Forever is going to include um, social events. It's going to include mindful eating. It's going to include partaking in these things. And we don't want you to be thinking about the food and your body more than you are enjoying the time that you have with your loved ones this season. So that is the goal of this episode. And with that, we will see you in the next one. Well, there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for joining in to another episode of the Fit Me Forever podcast. If you guys have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out via email at info at theomnifit.com. And of course, please connect with us on social media. All of our handles, our Instagram and Facebook are both at The Omnifit. And if you like this kind of content, if you like what we're putting out, please rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. That helps other people find us, and it lets us know that we're putting out content that you enjoy. All right, talk to you guys soon.